0: Finally get a chance to leave the house without your children. Who better to call than the random 12-year-old from down the street? Who thought it was a good idea to let babies take care of babies? Maybe the same people who thought it was a good idea to give us a podcast? Uh, For better or for worse, this show has everything about babysitting. We're talking about surprise giant fish, finding questionable literature, finding questionable videotapes, including ones of everyone's favorite, big purple dinosaur, and of course, creepy dads. Sorry, dads, but you've earned it. I'm Meredith the MVH Van Harn in Honey Pit Studios in Detroit, <laughs> Michigan, and joining me today is the full coven, starting from left to right on my show sheet from Stick of Butter Studios in New Brighton, Minnesota. It's Anne with a Plan, Lundholm. Hi, Anne. Hello, Meredith. How lovely to talk to you. You too. I feel like it's been too long. hmm In Middle Age Mama Studios in Austin, Texas, it's Hilary H. Baum-Livingston-Butler. Hi, Hillary. Hello. Good morning-ish. Yeah. More or less. Um who cares? Time has no meaning <laughs> Um and then flat in, circle, yada yada yeah. yada, yada. <laughs> Whatever. In um, well, I guess no name studios in Linwood, Washington, <laughs> it's the nice lady Christy Wise. Hi. Hello, Christy.
1: good morning.
0: Um today on the show we're gonna update you on our very exciting lives with some small talk, but of course that includes more pie talk, and we are gonna talk about pie a lot today. Um, that seemed to be a hit last time. I don't Uh, want to talk more about pie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We're going to dig into our mailbag and read some of your responses to last week's question of the week, which is your favorite pie. So I'm so excited about that. Um, medium talk will cover some of our own personal adventures in babysitting. We've got a really good she recommends for you. And of course, we'll let you know how you can get involved with the show um Hillary, do you want to get us into small talk?
2: Absolutely. Uh you know, it's the Saturday after Thanksgiving. It's that weird time where you're like, "Where? What day? i don't, What day is it?" I've just like, like I said yesterday <laughs> before the show started. I said yesterday I barely moved from my bed. Like I was just perched in my bed all day. A That's the day. perfect way to celebrate a holiday. I, think. I know, I know. Except that, like. Dave took the children places and I was like, bye. I don't feel bad. <laughs> um, but yeah. Anyway, so let's let's do a little quick recap. I mean, this Thanksgiving is fucking weird, but you know, what'd y'all do? What, who'd you hang with? Anybody by yourself? What'd you eat? Um, uh, all right. Well,
3: I'll start. Yes. My mother called me at uh, 9 a.m. Thanksgiving morning and canceled. Oh. oh. <laughs> because she said she'd been feeling a little under the weather, oh, nope. very tired Uh-oh. for the last couple of weeks, Uh-oh. and in the middle of the night she woke up and it just struck her. Wait a minute, <laughs> what if I have COVID? <laughs> and she is pretty sure that it's not COVID, but she thought, out of an abundance of caution, yeah. she should call me and yeah. tell me not to come. She's kind of got to test whatever, but. So, she was going to make the turkey and the mashed potatoes and the stuffing. I was going to make the lovely family green salad and the dessert. So, I had an enormous salad and a very large piece of tart to tan all by myself. Mm, And that
2: was my Thanksgiving. Kind of doesn't sound terrible to me. Yeah, I know. TBH. (laughs) There,
3: There was a point... I think I took a shower like two in the afternoon, and while I was in there, I had the thought, you know, the grocery store is still open. I could go and get a couple of potatoes and a box of stovetop stuffing and a rotisserie chicken, and then I thought, that seems like so much effort. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm. This is fine. It's fine, (laughs) but they still had the dog show, the Westminster Dog Show, so I watched that, and that was the best part of the day.
2: I mean... Those dogs are ridiculous, but I just, I love watching it. I love it.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Always rooting for the golden retriever. <laughs> I feel like I, that's like my dog, like Avatar. It's like, please like me. <laughs> 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 I've <ones>, like me. <laughs> <laughs> and I get, I, they never win. <laughs> but they're so cute. I know. I know.
3: And they, they, when they groom them that way, they just look so fluffy. I yeah, they They do
2: that's what that's what their sound is making in their head
0: <laughs> um meredith what about your tea giving it was i mean so we it was just going to be the two of us from the beginning um and you know the, when i first asked gregory if he wanted to do anything he was like no and he was like but you know we could make deviled eggs <laughs> and we could <laughs> Maybe mashed potatoes would be, so long story short, yes, that he wanted to, because <laughs> I would honestly be fine just skipping it. Although yeah. it was kind of fun and I've never made a full Thanksgiving dinner like myself. So it was kind of an interest, it was like a safe way to practice. Yes. <laughs> you know what yes, I mean? Yes. Um, I've made a turkey before. It was scary. Um, I've made almost all the sides before, but um, never kind of trying to coordinate it all at once. So it was, so, but the plan was, since there's only the two of us, um, It's really hard to cook for two people. I thought, why don't we split it into two meals? So we'll do, you know, we'll have deviled eggs for lunch, you know, kind of like appetizers and snack throughout the day. We had um, and I made pie first thing in the morning on Thanksgiving. So I made the pie. I made the deviled eggs. And then we had some. And then afterwards, we were just like, like, we just were. It was so much rich food. Yeah. We were f- full the rest of the day and neither of us felt very good. Like, I think I ate too much, I don't know, too much fat maybe because like a whole bunch of eggs, <laughs> there's that meme floating around about yes. like, do you want to eat six hard boiled eggs in a row? No. Makes them with some mayo. <laughs> oh, Okay. Um, So I think we kind of overdid it. So we actually didn't have anything else on Thanksgiving. Um, But I kind of, in the middle of the day on Friday, I kind of got the cooking bug and and felt like I wanted to, to, to give it a shot for the rest of the dishes we chose, which was green bean casserole, mashed potatoes, and just a turkey breast. So I didn't, there was no way we were going to eat a whole turkey. So I just got a bone-in turkey breast, and I made that in the Instant Pot, and it was a great wow. success. Yeah. Um, it took like half an hour in the Instant Pot, and then you finish it under the broiler to get it crispy. Um, I used Bone Appetit's – sorry – recipe for <laughs> green bean casserole, and it was very good. And the mashed potatoes I've made a million times, so I didn't need a recipe for that. And, of course, those were great. Um, and the pie that I made was – I was planning – Until the day of to make more pumpkin pies, mini pumpkin pies. And I used the other half of the dough that we made, and it worked lovely. I thought it – I was worried that it was going to still be frozen in the morning, (laughs) but it wasn't. Um, It rolled out just fine. It was beautiful. I made um, a recipe for nutmeg maple custard pie that I found on Smitten Kitchen, and it was
3: amazing.
0: Yeah, that sounds Mm -hmm. pretty terrible. (laughs) (laughs) So I made three mini p- pies and I still have tons of filling left over. So today I'm going to make little crustless tart guys Yum. with the rest nice. of it. And I'm so excited. I will put the recipe up in the show notes because Please it was do. super duper good and everybody needs to make it. And it's very easy. Like I had everything because there's no special ingredients as long as you have some maple syrup, like basically you're fine and some eggs. Um, so all in all, it was a, it was a great success. Um Gregory wanted a tofurkey. I have had it in the past and really hated it. So I was Said, like, go fuck yourself. Don't want it. You know? <laughs> well, when I did the ship delivery, the, um, the shopper texted me like, oh, they don't have tofurkey, but they have this celebration loaf or something like that. And mm-hmm. I was like, whatever, fine. Loaf
1: does not sound appetizing. In no, any. Never. Ever. Never. Nope.
2: Uh-uh.
0: No. Unless it's attached to bread.
2: Yes. A loaf of yeah. anything. I mean, I'm like making meatloaf and like that even kind of grosses me out
0: yeah it's just a (laughs) terrible word um and so like you know I was like okay fine whatever it was like seven dollars it's this tiny little like (laughs) weird half football shape thing and you just heat it up it's already cooked so I was like whatever I'll just throw it in the oven with something else and it'll be fine and it it wasn't that bad it was better than tofurkey um I will say that that's not saying much but it was it was I was pleasantly surprised ringing endorsement (laughs) better than (laughs) tofurkey
1: uh um, Christy, what about you? Um, ever since the 2016 election when we had a big blowout, um, I think there's an NPR story that you can, um, so, listen to about our family. Um, we've just had a tradition that when we have Elliot, everybody just like picks something that they want to eat and it usually doesn't even match as a meal. Um, <laughs> and, but this year it kind of did. Uh, Jeremy wanted salad and Elliot wanted, um, it's sort of based on a recipe that Bobby gave us that they call spaghetti parm, but it's basically just baked spaghetti mm, yeah. and it's mm-hmm. Elliot's yeah. like favorite thing. And so I like, even though it's so easy and so cheap, I just like, oh, it's a special occasion. <laughs> 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 uh, so we have that and then bread, but our biggest tradition is you eat dessert first on Thanksgiving. So oh, that's fun. Um, we had, we were, she wanted this like chocolate cream pie that's so easy, you just pudding and then whipped cream and then like a a graham cracker crust but i talked her into just having these creme brulee's that we had so we ate creme brulee and then that it was fun yum yeah lovely that sounds really good Mm -hmm.
2: well um ours was you know i think we i talked about it last week we you know we're thinking about going to my parents but then it was you know effectively canceled which is good um i mean i missed them but it was good but we um we had Zooms with family, and then uh, I was like, I'm not, I'm a brat. I'm not making turkey. I watch my mom make turkey. She does a good job. I don't, I can't. I just, the like, taking the innards out, like, makes Ugh, me want to die. It's so gross. Um, and I'm a meat eater, so I'm, like, mm-hmm. the worst kind of meat eater that, like, is, like, disgusting, but give me more. <laughs> <laughs> um, you should try the turkey breast. Honestly, know, like, there wasn't any do. grossness
0: to it. That's what I should do. Cause I Other can't, than just ooh. raw meat grossness. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: But so Dave and I decided to make um, fajitas (laughs) and I make Dave grill the fajitas and and the very um, this is really good and it sounds very odd. I'm sure it's not like a trick or anything, but I get um, chicken thighs because I like the darker meat. And I marinated it for like a couple of days in Italian dressing. It sounds so weird, but it makes for like the best fajitas. No, that's super good. It's so good. And Dave grilled them and I made queso and some guacamole. And you know what? It was actually really great. I didn't make the second pie because I'm an idiot and I forgot to move it over to the freezer. And so I was like, this Mm -hmm. has just been like in the fridge for ever. And I scared myself, but we had some leftover pumpkin pie, which was excellent. Um, the, um, the, well, obviously the crust, the crust was amazing. Like it was, I was a little bit nervous, but it actually turned out so well. And I made that pumpkin pie and where was it from? Where was the, um, Meredith, you used it. Was it the Smith oh, Kitchen? Oh, it's originally it's um America's. That's test right. Kitchen. That's that's right. That's right. Because it has like weird like um grammatical errors sort of in the actual uh, mm-hmm. recipe that yeah. we had, but yeah. yes, um, <laughs>
3: filtered through a home baking website. <laughs> right. Yeah,
2: it's like a robot's ro- like mm-hmm. writing it, but um, but no, it was really good. I mean, the kids adored it, and. I made extra extra whipped cream and it was delicious so we had a really good time the only thing that was different is Bridget was like let's get dressed fancy so if you're friends with me on Facebook you'll see I wore like the one kind of evening gown that I have mm-hmm. that from a wedding and like <laughs> like 10 years ago that mm-hmm. I had to go to and I was like all right whatever I'm never wearing this again really I don't know why I'm keeping it so we the girls dressed up and we ate and then I had mm, maybe a glass like extra of wine mm-hmm. and <laughs> I went upstairs and Rory was watching something on TV in my room and I fell asleep in my evening gown because I'm very glamorous <laughs> 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 that is what I do uh, I woke up at like 10 I'm like where was that what am, where am I? What's going on? But um, but it was fun. I mean, super low key. But I I kind of liked it. It reminded me of when Dave and I um, when we lived in Los Angeles together. And we both worked retail. We obviously couldn't go home at all. And it's uh, Thanksgiving's too short anyway. But we couldn't go home because we had to work on Friday. And I would make like carnitas and rice, and we loved it. And I love being with my family. But it's kind of nice to just have like our like little nuclear family. Um, so it kind of reminded me of that without the fear. God, I, and I know, I mean, all of y'all us know this, that uh, you get Thursday off and you're like, okay, okay. I get Thursday Mm -hmm. off and then it gets to be like starting to get dark on Thursday and you're like. I'm going to have to wake up on Friday, and it's going to (laughs) suck. All day work. (laughs) It's all day. And I worked – the luggage store, honestly, wasn't that busy because it's not like we – we didn't really put things on sale necessarily. Just people are shopping so much, and it's just so – you're greeting so many people, and you're Mm -hmm. just on your feet all day long. And I'm so – I am beyond thankful that I do not – I am thankful I don't have to do that because working retail Mm. on Black Friday, regardless of where you work, just fucking sucks. And it got –
3: by the time – We finally got out of the mall and went to our own space. The mall was just getting to be so out of control in what they wanted to do. Not the people stuff, but you know how first for years they like pushed – store hours on um, <clears throat> on Christmas uh-huh. Eve out. So we uh-huh. used to close at two. Then uh-huh. we, they made us close at three. Then they made it to four. Yes. Then they made it to six. Six, six. And we're like, That's can we so please awful. go home I on know. Christmas Eve? So they're doing the same thing in reverse on Black Friday where we used to open at eight. Mm-hmm. And then I think the last couple of years we were there, they required every store in the mall to open at 5 a.m. Oh. What? And said... But if you'd like to open at midnight, the anchor stores are doing that, and my boss was like, "Fuck (laughs) no!" Uh, uh, (laughs) And she she lives on the other side of the Twin Cities from where we were at that time, and so she would have to get up at like four in the morning to drive across uh. the city to get there. And I said, "Why don't you just schedule me to work it? Because I live six minutes away. I don't want to. I don't want to do that to you." And I said. I will happily do that for you. And she didn't trust anybody else yeah. to, yeah. you know, be there at 4.45 in the morning to open things. Mm-hmm. So I did probably like three years uh. where I opened the store and worked 5 to 7 a.m. just by myself. Uh. Were people? Did people come in? The first couple of years they did not. Because, you know, that early surges for big box stores. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for your Best Buys and your Targets and your Walmarts and your Pennies and stuff. But by the last year, it was busy. I could have used another person from 5 to wow. 7.
2: So, god, that that's feeling rough. when you're in the weeds when you're like I can't get out mm-hmm. of it. Like there's so mm-hmm. many people just streaming in. I still to this day like get excited that I don't have to work weekends. Like I'm still excited about yeah. that. Like yep. that's mm-hmm. what retail did Me to too. my brain. <laughs> yep.
3: I don't know how it works in the the luggage industry, Hillary, but there is a point in a gift store on a Saturday afternoon in December Mm -hmm. where you've been, you know, running the system, doing the thing. And all of a sudden you feel it getting away from you. Yes. Oh yeah. You are Mm -hmm. losing control. Yep. Yep. Oh my God. All of a sudden, all you can do is try to cope with it. Yes. And, and ha- that's a scary feeling. It's so scary.
2: And you're just like, okay, just take it one person at a time, one mm-hmm. step at a time. Because yep. you can't, even if there's multiple people and they're all, and you just feel the people swarming in more, like Ugh. another person comes in and you're like, mm-hmm.
0: motherfucker. I've never uh, worked retail, but that's, longer. that's what, um, that's what restaurants are yep, like during yeah. like breakfast yeah, rush. Yeah. You no. know, I, it's that same feel. I, I know exactly what you're talking about, although I can't relate perfectly but it's that same kind of anxiety and I still have anxiety dreams about that where I have a row of tickets and I have to like prioritize and match everything upright and it's not you know it's just overwhelming and you just have to like kind of laser focus yes (laughs) to get it and it
3: can it can really turn on a dime too like Mm -hmm. you'll have everything under control and then you have one customer who needs something special Mm -hmm. that takes a little bit longer and that's all it takes just to tip the balance Mm -hmm. off of everything. And then the next hour and a half, you're like, Oh
2: my God, my worst fear. God, I have such a visceral reaction to this. So we would have something and it was like, it was the last one left. Whatever. Because I also at a lot of, um, luggage stores, They sell, like, pens or, you know, knickknacks or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they're like, you know, everybody wants the one from the back. They don't want the floor model. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, you only have the floor model left. Especially, we would sell these really expensive um, jewelry boxes. And those are really popular with men at Christmas time. And I'm like, no woman wants this huge ass, whatever. But um, it would be the last one left. And they're like, okay, do you have the box for this? And going back to the back, just like... Praying to a God I don't believe in that we kept the box for it. <laughs> I'm like, please, God, please. I don't want to come back out and say, I don't have the box for this. Because yeah. then we have to have this lengthy discussion about discounts and what I'm allowed to get. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. I remember mm. also like loving when <laughs> when Thanksgiving was as late as possible. Because that means there were less days in between yep. Thanksgiving oh, and Christmas. Oh, yeah. The pain is condensed. <laughs> yeah. I would say my
3: apex of that feeling, Hillary, was way back in the early days. And we were had a very small, like a 900-square-foot store at that space. And so you'd only have a couple of people working at once. And my it was slow in the afternoon, so my boss left to go to the bank, mm-hmm. do the bank deposit. So I was there by myself. And all of a sudden, there was a weird surge. And we used to sell tabletop water fountains. <laughs> like, not different. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. So,
3: of course, you have to have one of every style out and yes. running yeah. so people can see. And then you have all the rest boxed up. And we did not have a back room. We had high cupboards. So, whenever you needed to get something, you'd have to get the ladder out and climb up to the mm-hmm. high cupboard.
4: Yeah. And
3: one of the brands, they were like slate, natural slate or something. And so they were all a little bit individual. Mm-hmm. And this one person oh. made me get no. every single one down no, and open no. every. Every single box up so they could see it. And then they decided they wanted the display model because that was the best. So I had to unplug it. We did not have a sink. We had a bucket with a sieve. (laughs) So I had to pour the water out and catch the rocks in the sieve and dry it off and package it up. We should
0: all be ashamed of ourselves as human (laughs) (laughs) beings. Somebody's
3: watching you do this. And (laughs) meanwhile... There are people swarming and someone's right. like, I've got a question about this. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> just a minute.
2: It is the worst and it just,
3: feeling. Oh, no. It just happened that my mother stopped in oh, at that exact no. moment. And she went over and started helping a customer. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. That's very sweet.
4: Uh, mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, this is, and then my boss, my boss walked back in, and I was like, "Polly, that person has a question right over there." <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: uh, this is forward promo for our definite discussion of malls because, yes, uh, yeah, it is, it is a fertile topic that I think we all have um, a lot of experience with because, mm-hmm. I yeah, oh my lord in heaven, I'm sweating. I know, I'm uh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> it, you just go right back to that. It's weird because it's like you have all this power, but yet you have no power kind of deal. Yep. I hate it. I hate it so much. (laughs) Um, All right. Well, you know, thankful that we don't work. And thank you to everybody that has been working uh, this seriously Christmas holiday. Oh, yes. Um, yes, Anybody? Do do we need to cover pie updates? And did you make anything else uh, special? No, just the tart to ten. Yeah. I still have all
3: the ingredients for the coconut cream pie Ooh. that Christy recommended. So I don't know if I'll do that tomorrow or maybe next week. We'll see. I have I have eaten the entire tart to ten now I mean. in three days, and had two sticks of butter <laughs> in it. I was going to ask so... when Meredith
2: introduced you. How many
0: sticks of butter were used <laughs> <in> this holiday? <laughs> What Uh, kind of tart was it? What exactly... Well, a tart to ten is an
3: apple tart. Mm -hmm. It's traditional, like um, an upside down tart. So you cook a butter and sugar caramel, and I've never made one before because they all call for a cast iron skillet, which I don't have. Because you want to cook it in the stove and then bake it in the oven. So you you cook this caramel, butter and sugar caramel up, and then you put the apples in, arrange them all pretty, and cook some apples, and then you have a disc of pastry dough, which you put on the top of it, and then you put it in the oven. Mm -hmm. baked pastry dough and oh. when it comes out you flip it over so that the crust is on the bottom
0: i was reading a re- i asked because i was reading a recipe for a shallot one and mm, so i kind of no. thought like oh maybe you can do it with like different because i kind of sworn i saw somebody do one with like plums or pears or i know i've seen apple yeah. technically a tart is
3: apple okay but i think that term gets used a little loosely i think they did them on the great british bake-off okay where they did their own thing. Sounds
2: delicious. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. I am at some point going to make the oatmeal black bottom, mm-hmm. fat bottom girl uh, <laughs> pie. So <laughs> stay tuned. Oh,
1: I did. I put this on the Facebook, but I, there's an update that the second day the pie tasted much better. Yes. So yeah. I, that's what I highly recommend. And also add whipped cream always. Oh, of course. To everything. Yeah. <laughs> always. Um,
2: okay, whose holiday movie review is this?
3: Oh, this is mine. So I was doing the Christmas decorations yesterday, putting the tree up, and I thought I'm going to throw on a holiday movie. I I don't know why I feel like I always have to caveat dumb Christmas movies, right? Yeah. It's like Hillary's Hornet yes. Corner. You're like, I am a smart person. <laughs> I understand <laughs> this is silly. <laughs> But I like a good, stupid Lifetime Romance movie. It's okay.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, And
3: so I thought maybe as we go through the season, I would do a little review of the Christmas movies that I watch. I started with the Christmas calendars. Excuse me, the Christmas calendar. I give it a D. <laughs> what would you even grading on the sliding scale? I was going to say, what do you consider holiday romances, a, um, right? movie?
1: So just so we can have a, oh,
3: I don't know. So there was one, I don't remember the name where she was a mall manager trying to drum up sales. So they had a sexy Santa contest. Oh, no. <laughs> and the guy who won was going to school and his family owned a Pizza restaurant that was trying to be torn down by developers. I think that's probably my gold standard. Okay. Yeah. Um, The Christmas calendar was very bad. (laughs) It was not even fun in a stupid way. Uh, It was just bad. It's the lady who is a big city lawyer who comes Mm -hmm. back to this small town to run her recently deceased grandmother's bakery. (laughs) This is what attracted me was the baking angle. First of all, there is no way you could produce that amount of baked goods In that rinky-dink kitchen. (laughs) This bakery has two employees who not only do all the baking, but also staff the counter. Sure. And they have, like, a regular kitchen with one antique stove (laughs) that they use
1: to make cookies. So is a drug front. It's basically. (laughs) And brownies.
0: And they do bread uh there, too. Sure. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, that works with an unreliable oven. Yeah, Sure. There was just so much product
3: in that store all the time. I was like, no, that that is not how this worked. And um, they were in financial straits because her grandmother had taken out a big loan to finance her law school education, Emily's law school education. And now the loan was coming due. And so she was going to lose the bakery and probably lose grandma's house oh. if she couldn't figure something out. And cue the arrival of a mysterious... Christmas cottage Advent calendar And every day you opened a window And there was a message From her secret admirer And the newspaper editor Found out about this and it turned into a thing In the small town And meanwhile A award winning French pastry (laughs) chef Starts working at the Grocery bakery store Across the street (laughs) And the sparks fly. There's an extended scene in a bowling alley. I mean, like (laughs) 10
4: minutes
3: (laughs) in a bowling alley. And the only funny line in the entire thing was when the French guy says, as you say in America, que sera, sera. And I was like, okay, (laughs) movie. You got me.
2: Oh, man. I love it.
3: So do not recommend... (laughs) There are much better stupid holiday romances out there.
2: Oh Um, yeah, I watched. Christy and I watched uh, a few, uh, (laughs) (laughs) not together. Just you know, like well, for instance, the holiday on Netflix um, is um uh, way hornier uh, than you would (laughs) in like not a good way in like a pretty crass way. (laughs) There's a thing where she says. Oh, I can't even say it. This is no, not a family I wouldn't podcast, say it. and I'm not even going to say it, because I was like, I'm sorry, what did you just say? Yeah, excuse and, me? And um. then also the, um, uh, whatchamacallit,
1: the, uh, the happiest uh, season.
2: Happiest season, which I think everybody was so You're excited. It supposed
1: to be so good.
2: It's not. I mean, it's not. Harper in it is a sociopath, and it's only entertaining to watch when you read it that way. So it's yeah, like
1: abuse, like emotional abuse <laughs> and 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 it had such good potential. Like yeah. it has Dan Levy, which I love him, and um but he basically is playing David. Like, I mean, let's be honest. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, he's that's the character he's playing.
2: And it's like christmas get out like yeah <laughs> without That's the horror a <laughs> but <laughs> i mean kind of the horror <laughs> i know no. except it's like it's bizarre it so is hate bizarre. watch it don't yeah. go
1: into it like this is gonna be fun the, go in knowing that it's yes. terrible and maybe it will surprise you yeah yeah <laughs> oh
3: there's another one that i would put sort of higher up my ladder although I don't remember much about it because it's been a few years but I had the dude from Outlander before he was the dude from Outlander I think it was the Lady was a nanny for two kids whose parents had been killed or something, and then (laughs) they found out that (laughs) (laughs) the dead father, the dead father, was actually a prince of this non-specific European country. And so they went to meet his family, and then the Outlander dude. I I do not know how to pronounce his last name, Sam. Whatever. (laughs) I know I've never heard it pronounced, so I won't try. But he was the current prince there, and of
0: course. We know what happens. Mm. I gotta look him up on IMDb and watch some of his other stuff for research. Yeah, research. Purposes. Right. right. Purposes.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, we'll probably have a and yeah, keep bringing him. Yes, we'll have a please. continuing series of holiday movie reviews. There's like the Princess Switch, which I don't like. Vanessa, um, uh, what's her face? I watched the first one. I, it was
3: it was Yeah. No. It was nah. I can't, are there two sequels or? I, just one now. There's a new one that comes out this year. Switched
2: again. I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's a triplet, Like, I guess. you guys, you need to pay better attention <laughs> if this keeps <laughs> happening.
1: Um, what is Hallmark doing without Lori Loughman? Like, do they have a new person? <laughs> Queen. <laughs> Av-
2: oh, God. Is there a
1: new white lady, middle-aged
2: white lady that they're <laughs> pushing? Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's like Candace Cam- Cameron Bure or Ooh. whatever her name is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. She's
3: moving handily into that yeah.
2: demographic. She's the one that told. <clears throat> <laughs> She's the one that
1: made the anonymous phone call.
2: <laughs> oh, God. All right. Well, that's fun. We'll, we'll continue. I mean, what else are we going to do except watch holiday movies? And it is also the other weird thing is, is every time I watch a movie that was I don't know, sensibly filmed in the last year. I'm like, you're too close to each other. Right. Move no away. <laughs> yep.
3: You don't. None this is gonna them.
2: scar us for a long time. <laughs> no. It
3: is. We're gonna be like our grandparents or perhaps great grandparents at this point, having lived through the depression, like my grandma always taking home the ketchup, yes. Pack, yes. right? Yes. King or whatever. <laughs> yep, Saving
2: <totally>. aluminum foil. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> don't
0: waste it. Uh, don't be so close together
2: yeah. <laughs> uh all right meredith you want to get us into the mailbag
0: yeah we got a few emails this week um the first one was from Mackenzie. he sent us a a soup recipe he says not throwing a phone just have a soup recipe sorry i'm Being a bit of a time bandit at the moment, totally fine. We love soup and we love soup recipes. Um, so he says this, our favorite, uh, chicken soup recipe hands down is this one from cooks illustrated. and He gives us the link. It is behind a paywall. So if you really want to know, he will send you a PDF. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then he, he writes lengthily about his, uh, modifications and techniques. Um, so, uh, that does sound wonderful. It's definitely, I think it's always soup season personally. Yeah. So I'm very into that. Um, we got one on the same day from American Express. It's Sorry. weird how they, they changed their, their email address to info at monalisa23.com. Huh. That's
2: my favorite part of my Yeah, <laughs> 23,
0: as if there's 22 other ones. Yeah, yeah. Well, they couldn't get that domain. They had to get the 23rd one. Um, and we get these all the time. On our (laughs) podcast email, for some reason, people. So it's just garbage spam. Action Mm -hmm. required. Review your recent activity. Your account has been placed on hold in all caps. We noticed an unusual activity. Please confirm your account, (laughs) billing information, and recent. Is that the end? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. It doesn't matter. Everyone's gotten a million emails like that. So whoever used our card. (laughs) It's rude. Stop it.
2: Yeah, please. (laughs) Uh,
0: And then, of course, we get an email from Bob, and he says, probably too late for this. Never. But here goes. Favorite is apple pie, runners-up, pumpkin, pecan. Happy Black Friday. Thanks, Bob. Classic, Bob. Classic. Yeah. Um, And that segs right into our question of the week from last week, which is, of course, what's your favorite pie? Um, We got a ton of responses, and Mm -hmm. um, I'll read some of them. Anne says, I'm a out basic Meredith, Apple. Guess what, Anne? So did everyone else. It is what I did.
1: <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> it mean, is, it is basic, right? Since it is basic, it.
0: but I mean, it's for, for a reason, right? So I was curious um, how these results tallied up. Um, so I made myself a little spreadsheet, and then I made a pie pie chart, which we'll post. <laughs> yes. um, Meredith, I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I figured a spreadsheet was the way to your heart, Anne. Um, and clear winner apple pie like a landslide landslide so the tally goes 14 apples um six key lime which was a surprise very surprising yeah four pumpkin or sorry no not even four pecan three blackberry two lemon meringue and so on from there i was really surprised by this um but very interesting um you guys have a lot of uh, opinions about pie um (laughs) Kevin says pecan, uh, Linda says cherry, Joellen says crack. <laughs> I've never had crack pie.
1: <laughs> it's from Milk Bar. It's mm-hmm. the, oh, right. But she just recently- make cha- it? I think I made it. She recently changed the name to just Milk Bar Pie because, you know, calling it yeah.
0: crack is- right. like, yeah. yeah, crack fries <laughs> are going out of style yeah. too, I think, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, Morgan said pumpkin cream cheese pie. That sounds amazing. Yeah. yeah. sounds
1: just like a cheesecake, right?
0: It's really a pumpkin pie with a block of cream cheese mixed in, so it turns... That sounds nasty, but it's not. No, no. But it turns not. out halfway between a pumpkin pie and a pumpkin cheesecake. Yes. Also, salted caramel apple pie. That sounds wonderful. Did you count that Ooh. as Morgan- apple? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Morgan
3: posted, I think, pictures of salt- her salted caramel mm. apple pie on the um, show thread that looked beautiful, latticed and everything. Yeah.
0: Um, Ben says rhubarb, but only my grandma's recipe. She's got it perfected. All other pies pale in comparison. I understand that. That's how my mom's pies are to me. Um... Uh let's see. Anne Louise said lemon chess is my favorite, but my friend's maple pie is my favorite Thanksgiving pie. In general, though, I think cobbler is better than pie. Blackberry cobbler barely edges out peach. The cobbler discussion. Fun wow fantasy. Yeah,
4: really, you guys. <laughs> I'm
2: kidding. I'm kidding. Uh she was trying to start shit because she was bored and I was like, I'm not taking the bait. <laughs> I
0: Don't know. Don't let this ruin difference. your
2: friendship. I know. Yeah. I know we've been friends since I was two. Remember, and she was three. Um, um, and my mom's does have a bottom to it. It does, I will, it does have a bottom oh. to it. I will say, yes, I, I I know it's in a casserole dish. Like, I get it. It's not really. But it just was my Thanksgiving pie in my mind. Because she would make pecan and she would make cherry cobbler. And I didn't like the pecan. So I love the cherry cobbler. And that is in my head fuck you Missy um,
0: <laughs> I don't know what chess pie is, and either you?
3: oh, it's one of those um sort of pantry pies that's like sugar and butter and stuff that you have on hand when you're poor. Um, I don't remember exactly because it's more of a southern thing, and and maybe like an eastern seaboard thing a little mm. bit. It's definitely not Midwest. Okay. but I've never made a chess pie, but I've definitely made a chocolate chess pie.
2: Mm. Mm. I'm interested in all.
0: I have to read uh, Gregory's. He says key lime pie is tops, but any pie I manage to get my lips around is all right with me. He okayed that with me before he posted it. I don't know why I said go. Ahead with that. Um, he said, sweet alternative, any pie that someone makes, especially for me and or my dietary needs is especially heart and belly warming. My mom made him a pie with, um, gosh, was it Splenda? It was some, one of the fake sugars that isn't that bad. And it was surprisingly tasty. Like you could barely tell it had, Um, sweet. yeah, so it was like when he was first kind of trying to get his diabetes under control and definitely didn't know how to handle, like, regular pie <laughs> without mm-hmm. having a major sh- spike. So yeah. Yeah. Um, he can handle it now with a little bit of exercise. So he can have regular pie now. But yeah. – um, and then, of course, Will just says cake. Will, that was not <laughs> – No.
1: the you out. Mm-hmm. Bam. Yeah.
0: No. No.
1: <laughs> You're not allowed. What if we kicked him out of the group? <laughs> <laughs> Block We kicked them. everyone out of the Facebook group. Page that answered things like this, we'd have zero. People. Yeah, we'd have no people left. You guys are not going to follow instructions. instructions. We'd have real followers. Wait, maybe this is a good idea. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. uh, well, thank you for participating. Mm-hmm. That was really, yeah, that I, was, was really, really fun. And yeah, I love. It's like crackers. People, our people, we have we have opinions about food. If
1: anything mm-hmm. else?
2: We all have to eat. I know yeah. it's true.
1: And it's um, true. Andrea said, "I don't know how to pronounce this pie." Banowith. Banoffee? That's why I didn't Banoffee. Read it. Have you
3: banoffee? <laughs> you It's a it's a British flavor. They love banoffee in um British countries. It's banana toffee, which is why it will never be
2: made in this house. Oh. I know. Put hands
1: like get out. Kind of sounds like cuz she she sent a recipe to me. Um it kind of sounds like um Hillary's banana cream whatever that banana Asian- pudding. Yeah, banana pudding.
4: Hmm.
5: Well,
2: I wonder if we could make it sans banana
0: yeah, <laughs> I think it's kind of an. In- then that would in- be like ingredient. <laughs> uh, I am learning so much about like the British, like just through the the Bake Off, the things that they like to cook with. Like passion fruit is not something that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't feel like we use it a whole lot no. here. No, um, it's colonial influence yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, yeah. Yuck,
1: z- yuzu. yuzu, yuzu, yuzu. Yeah, also. Yeah, that's that one. Is. And then
0: like um oh, stem ginger is something that I was like what on earth is that? I understand what ginger is, but it's just preserved <laughs> ginger. It's just like mm-hmm. preserved in syrup. And and I was so intrigued by it. And they made something with it a couple of weeks ago that I w- looked so good that I bought myself a bunch of ginger and I'm going to preserve it myself nice. and Ooh. have my own stem ginger. Yeah. I just Brits
3: have no room to talk about American <laughs> desserts because I mean British sweets are pretty bad they love gelatin yes. yep they love
1: meringue. yes they're like stuck in and 1955 yes yep the, yep they the, make sweets with suet oh. oh no also the um that they put the like oh this i'm gonna make a custard and i'm just gonna throw a bunch of gelatin in it so that i know <laughs> for sure it sets yeah that's weird that i feel like that would give it a weird texture and flavor well, I part of that
3: is because they only give them, like, two That's hours true. True. to, have to make a full
1: gelatin And it's, like, 100 dessert. degrees yeah. in there this year. Right.
0: <laughs> yep. No. Yeah. No. I wish I could find gelatin in sheets like that. I don't know why. It doesn't matter. It just sounds, like, fun. <laughs> 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 oh, well, pie. I'm going to go have some just fills the cracks of the
2: heart. <laughs> it really does. Really, really and the cracks does. of everything else, too. <laughs> um, all right. Well, moving on to Medium Talk, we, we have been sort of discussing this, and I feel like we've discussed it a little bit here and there uh, in the past, but we're thinking about things to talk about this week, and since it was going to be the ladies, I mean, I'm sure Bobby did this some, but we were thinking about babysitting, our history with babysitting, our, you know, when we started, any you know crazy stories that happened, which always seemed to happen, and we all had, I think, some experiences <laughs> with that. Mm-hmm. So we decided, you know, let's talk about our adventures in babysitting. Um, yes,
3: well, you know, Hillary, you say that you know you assume Bobby has his own stories, but really, it is a very sexist, oh,
1: yes, um, mm-hmm. yes,
3: uh, job pathway. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know because I really don't know any women who didn't do a sort of medium to substantial amount of babysitting. Nope. And I, I've had and guys have done it, but it's not a staple. It's like boys mow yes. and yes. girls take care it's of It's almost
0: expected. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Whether yeah, you have I any like talent or affinity for it. I don't <laughs> think, all. I
2: don't think my brother. I mean, I don't think my brother's that. I don't, I mean, besides me, maybe, like kind of, but not, they were never hired out to babysit. I don't think anyone would have
0: trusted my brother now No, with I know. I mean,
2: that also. <laughs> yeah, I don't I know, know why correct. they trusted me, though. Like, well, I have yeah. no idea why they trusted me,
1: besides the fact that I was a girl. We had a um, male babysitter, and he's the reason why boys shouldn't babysit. He like, <laughs> so because we had all the cable channels, um, people Hell loved yeah. to babysit us. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> And we had all of them, including Playboy, and he would... Um, <laughs> oh. I remember a time when he tied us to the um, coffee table with the jump rope and made us watch Playboy with him. Oh, my Whoa. God. Yeah, he didn't babysit after that anymore, but Good. I mean, so that tells you why mm-hmm. boys shouldn't babysit. <laughs> oh. I mean, not that he
3: wanted you to watch the porn, but that just he needed he needed to keep us wrangled to be there. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. exactly
1: <laughs> god Ugh. That's horrible. it was either that or lock you in the closet yeah. oh. and really what was the more humane choice right. <laughs> he also pushed my sister so hard on the swing set that she flew off oh, so fred should not have been a babysitter
2: <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> okay and do you want to regale us with some stories your history Some highlights, some lowlights.
3: I mean, we've talked a little bit about the wage structure (laughs) of babysitting, right? (laughs) Back in our era. Meredith, you're a few years younger, so maybe you got a better rate. But it varied. It was usually between $2 to $3 an hour, but that could be inclusive for uh, regardless of how many children there were or right. be per child like i had one family that had four children and they paid me 2 dollars an hour per child Ooh. and i had another family who had three children who paid me 2 dollars an hour total. total and this family who i will name by name the morrisons <laughs> were the same family that you would come over and they would say oh their cousins are here
4: bye
3: oh <laughs> And then there would be two to three additional children that I did not know Ugh. that I would be expected to take care of, including very young children. And this this is not my story, but it sort of plays into the whole thing is that by the time I was old enough to, you know, make four twenty five an hour at the taco jobs, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm rich. <laughs> no more of this child right? care for me. Yep. Of course. And then they started asking my brother, Carl. To come down a couple of times, and he so he was. If I was like, probably seventeen by then, he would have been twelve or thirteen. And he went down one day, and they did the. Their cousins are here. Bye. Yeah. And one of the cousins was a nine-month-old baby. Mm, what? And he had no idea what to do with a baby. And, you know, I am 10 years older than Matt, so I had a pretty good amount of experience with changing diapers and feeding and that sort of thing. But Carl's only five years older than Matt, so he didn't do any of that stuff. And he actually called my mother and said, Help, what do I do? And my mother was recovering from having cancer radiation and was sick, and yet came down and spent the evening helping him take care of children. Wow. And when the parents came home, my mother had a word with them. Good. And they did not do that anymore.
2: Good. That's so But so that
3: was that was how this family rolled. And the parents were both very busy and they liked to be out and so they had uh the kids once informed me that I was their third favorite babysitter. <laughs> oh, and wow. they did it as as if this was a point of pride, like they had so many <laughs> babysitters <laughs> that third was actually quite good mm-hmm. in the rankings and they were just unruly and not in a way that kids are just you know little little assholes because all kids are little assholes sometimes but like these kids worked at it and uh, one time I put the older boy in his room for a timeout, and he took the doorknob off so that was good but that paled they had a babysitter like a a daily babysitter who was this lovely Asian lady who did not speak a lot of English. And I remember walking home from the bus stop one day after school and I passed the Morrison's house and Peter was on the roof. He was probably six at the time because they had left a ladder Leaning against the roof, and he oh. went up the ladder onto the roof. And this poor lady was sort of pleading with him in Chinese, I think she was, to please come down off the roof. So that's how it rolled <sighs> over there. I hated babysitting <laughs> oh. before them. Oh, and they were a no flush
2: household. Uh,
3: they were the they were the if it's yellow keep it mellow Uh, household and i was like no and don't roll that way
1: (laughs) my ass is flushing this shit (laughs) you know i was just thinking about the cost and it it, it's this is like the start of sexism and pay because we let them these families pay us what they thought and we never set the rule Mm -hmm. but you know boys said oh i'll i'll give you you know i'll do this for 10 bucks like they got to set mm-hmm. their rates and we didn't yeah. set our rates no. we were just at nope. their whims yes and
3: and along with the the wage gap so to speak there were also like certain families you'd go over and it's like they've been fed and they're ready Mm -hmm. for bed all you have to do is watch movies for an hour Mm -hmm. and then read them a story and put them to bed and then there were the others like well they haven't had any dinner so you better cook them some and oh they were playing in the sand pit all day so you'll need to bathe them and Mm -hmm. that was unpleasant yes yes (laughs) and and Then additional work, I had a couple, oh, their boys were so sweet and super ADHD, untreated, but just nice boys. And so it was kind of difficult to spend a whole evening with them. And then the parents would call me at like 1130 and be like, we're bringing home a couple that we... I don't know where. I don't know what? if there was some swinging going on, <laughs> or sounds... these were people they had just met, or friends mm-hmm. that they were like, "Let's keep this party going." But they were like, "Could you please clean up the house and do the dishes and oh, whatever?" Gosh, and yes. I was like, "Okay, you know, I'm 14. Yes. Yeah, who am I to say you're not paying
2: me to be your maid?
3: Yeah,
2: yuck. Oh
0: yeah, I don't.
3: All right, some somebody else <laughs> give give us a good story." <laughs>
0: Meredith, okay, you want to go? Yeah, yeah. My babysitting career started career um, <laughs> with my probably with my little sister. I mean, my parents both worked, and there were three of us. And at some point, they're like, "Okay, you're not going to after school care anymore, Meredith. You're mm-hmm. old enough. Watch her." <laughs> you know, and that probably started when I was like nine or ten. I think. Yeah. Um. So that was when I started watching, just like being fully responsible for several hours. Uh, on my own. Um, now we had uh, some neighbors, um, a very nice couple, they were super cool. And they had two little boys and the mom was studying for her PhD. And so even before I was 10, I don't, this might be started when I was like seven or eight, I would just go over there and hang out with the kids while she worked and studied and she was in the house. But it was like, don't bother mom unless you absolutely have to kind of thing. So it wasn't you know full on responsibility um and that was probably a pretty good way to get into it because at least i had a safety net and i had my usually it was on the weekends or something and my my mom was was next door so it wasn't too terrifying but i had plenty of terrifying experiences one where i was it was probably a 2 year old or maybe an 18 month old and i was gosh 11 and i was at their house like super super late the baby I didn't really know how to take care of babies because my sister's only two years younger than me yeah um my best friend had a little brother um who when we were he was born when we were seven but mostly she did like the diapers and stuff so I kind of sort of secondhand knew how to deal with this child but like all she wanted to do was watch Barney like that was the only thing that would keep her from crying (laughs) otherwise she just cried for like six hours Uh, straight uh, and Barney was the only thing that kept her occupied and happy and eventually I was just like I don't know it's like 10 o'clock should she go to bed I guess (laughs) it's like late I don't know so I just kind of like you know tried to do like a nice little bedtime routine and and rock her to sleep and she just laid in her crib and cried almost the entire time until the parents got home and i just i just sat downstairs in the living room just like i checked on her constantly to make sure she was okay but i was just like i don't know what to do and i just sat in their living room just being petrified like i couldn't turn on the tv i didn't know what to do i didn't you know it was just like it was awful um so that was, that was probably a low point. The other, like, just interesting thing that happened is after these two boys next door moved out, we had a family move in, and they were, like, straight off the boat from from Vietnam. And all super, super nice um, parents. The dad and my stepdad were good friends, and the mom was a caterer, and so they used to, like, bring over their extra food oh. <laughs> to our house, mm. which was awesome. And eventually, they started to have... They had a pretty big extended family, and they started to have grandkids, and... um. So they had me babysit. And the first time I went over there, this is like culture shock, like maybe f- number one experience for me. And it, I was probably 12. And I went over there and we were hanging out. And I knew these kids because they were my next door neighbors. And so it was pretty comfortable. And then I, we were sitting in the living room and I heard like a splash from the kitchen. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. what is... Th- better check that out and I went into the kitchen and the kitchen the sink was filled with like maybe four inches of water and there was a huge alive fish in it <gasps> oh wait what, <laughs> what is that? just kind of flapping around just oh. being there and the kids were like yeah that's yeah that, like it was just so not a big deal um and then I noticed in the dining room they were Tupperware bins with four inches of water in them and live giant fish oh my god Oh, yeah <sighs> well you got to keep them fresh <laughs> that's that's what was going on and it it occurred to me there was a lake um, kind of on this uh, kind of thoroughfare part of the city where we ended up driving a lot you had to drive there to get to like the stores and the malls and stuff. And I remember seeing their car there, their car was pretty distinctive because it was like a teal green or teal, teal blue station wagon. And stereotypically the mom was a pretty bad driver and she would smash into the side of their house all the time when she was backing out of the driveway. <laughs> it was really narrow. <laughs> so I'd recognize the dents on it and they were there fishing. So they would go fish in this Lake and then bring the fish home and keep them fresh until they were ready yeah. to eat them, I guess. Ugh it's always so weird, like, getting personally involved in
2: other people's households. You're just like, yes. I don't know what's happening here. I don't know. It's different. <laughs> Especially when you're, like, a kind of yes. still a little kid. You're like, I don't understand.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I certainly didn't, like, say anything, but I was just sort of like, okay guess this is how they do it. That's fine. I'm not going to look at it anymore because it made me sad. Yeah. yeah. That's really what it was. I was like, oh, my God, those poor fish. I want to put more water in there. (laughs) So at least they could swim around. Um, But to bring up the nose on that, I think the best thing about babysitting was other people's snacks. Um, uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. So the one, one saving reason. grace of that crying baby night that I had was they had amazing snacks. They had <laughs> Pepperidge Farm cookies, Hell like yeah. tons of them. They had like Cheez-Its. It was like fruit roll-ups. And they were like, help yourself. They were super cool people, you know, yeah. like, help yourself. And they weren't, they paid oh. me okay. I don't think I got paid very much. Probably, I think $5 an hour was the best I got. Yes, same. Um, when I joined the workforce uh, legitimately at 14, I think minimum wage was 5 425 still, or 525 maybe? And now it's um, what, like 625? Yeah, it's <laughs> 625. not much better. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, but yeah, I think um, raiding other people's pantries is an interesting and gratifying experience. It's so pleasurable. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> so, oh, oh man, man. <laughs> I just had a flashback to something that's
3: making me sweat Uh-oh. at a time where... <laughs> I was taking care of the kids during the afternoon or something, and I was in the kitchen feeding the baby in the high chair, and I had opened their freezer and had a big tub of like, I don't know, rainbow sherbet or ice cream or something, and I got a big spoon, and I took the big spoon of ice cream, and I was standing there eating it, and then the mom came home, like I heard the car, Oh no! and I panicked, and I put the spoon of ice cream in the freezer
2: and closed it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I never got a chance to take it out. So Sorry. it's not know. Sometimes there. you think back, you're like, did they find it? What did they think
0: when they found <laughs> Well, and the other thing is, why would they care? I know. They probably didn't care at all. But we, were, I know. we I felt like we was... were committing crimes. Or something. <laughs> right. Well, because
3: my household was so healthy.
0: Right. Yeah. And I mean, we were talking before we rec-
3: recorded about the closest thing to junk food we ever had was fat free fig newtons <laughs> in my house and you were monitored on how many That's you ate just junk. and so going to somebody else's house where they actually had junk food and snacks and stuff was amazing but i thought i was going to get in trouble yeah. if i ate any yeah. of it yeah I, I felt like the same
2: rules applied to me at other people's houses as they did at my own oh uh-uh. uh, but no but i i am right there with the food i was you know i was a am a very food-motivated person and I think that's like half the reason I like there was a babysitting job when I was 17 that I shared with my other best friend Emily and like we would pick up this little girl from preschool or whatever and go back and we would text each other or whatever. We would call each other because it was 1996 Mm -hmm. and say like there's new cheese here. Like that was the exciting thing because they would get that big block of Colby Jack cheese that you would have to like and we would finish it. Like I don't like did they buy it for us because we didn't we We did that with
0: with those blocks too just at home and I can't imagine why that was allowed? <laughs> I don't
2: know. <laughs> but it was so good. Yeah, I I was not shy about rating. Because they would say, you know, like, help yourself. And my favorite were the people. Because we never had this. We never had leftover pizza. I mean, we would order pizza, but we it was always gone. Because there were well, yeah, really so scared. many of you. Yeah, yeah. Um people that had, like, leftover pizza in the fridge, I mean, I would just stand there. I wouldn't heat it up. I would just stand there and, like, eat mm. the pizza. I love cold pizza. Oh, I No do shame. Oh. Mm. Um, what I find is so funny about babysitting then, as opposed to now, well, one, the pay disparity, because, well, and this is the reason why, is I started babysitting, weirdly, at, like, age 10 or 11 for across-the-street neighbors. Now, I'm sure I just watched them while the mom had to go out. Um, so it wasn't, like... I was doing like a full babysitting job, but the height of my babysitting was in middle school. Like that was it. That was the peak of babysitting for me. Um, because I remember saving all my money in like an envelope in my parents' room and I would take it to the mall to go buy candy during the, the <laughs> weekend. Um, candy <laughs> because, at the mall. Well, it was when like in the nineties, there was some point where they would have stores where you could buy like bulk candy, yes, you know, uh, mm-hmm. I guess we do oh, need to talk about malls really soon. Yeah, I know. <laughs>
3: In my very first, in the first um, location that we had for my store, again, the small one with the um, water fountain trauma, across the hall, well, we had a Claire's, and then next to that was Mr. Bulky's. Mr. Mm. Bulkies was an entire store of bulk yes. candy. Oh, my God. Uh. I was 22 years old, and I still, like, I would be working of a Thursday night, and I would like... Have my nose pressed against the glass looking across the hall at Mr. Bulkies.
1: And what was yes. your go to?
3: Oh, I don't remember. Oh. I do remember when Mr. Bulkies went out of business. No. Everything and was And they 50% had one off. of those where $5 for everything you could fit in the bag. Nice. <laughs>
0: I'm just remembering we had like a penny candy place that makes me sound like I grew up in 1920 (laughs) but on on our way home from school because we used to walk home from school and there was like a a penny candy yeah and you could go in and it was like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory where you had to be like okay I want 10 Tootsie Rolls and I want (laughs) five gumballs and then you'd hand over like I remember this was I think during the time in my life where we were getting paid per chore by like you you sweep the floor you get a dime and so I always had pockets full of change (laughs) so I'd be like let's see how much candy I can get with this giant wad of nickels
2: oh yeah perfect that's what I would do I would go I would babysit I don't know Saturday night or something and Sunday morning or Sunday afternoon my dad would drop me and my friends off at the mall. And we would go. We would go look at Dooney and Burks because that was the height of fashion in like nineteen ninety one. And but then really just spend our money like. And it's weird because I'm more of a chocolate based candy person, but I would get the shit out of like Skittles and sour gummies or whatever, like whatever generic version of them. God, I loved it so much. But yeah, I I would say, you know. Eleven, twelve, thirteen, maybe fourteen was the height of it. Now I did babysit a little bit for my across the way neighbor when I was when I could drive, and that was the best. That's when I got paid the most because I think I got paid five dollars an hour plus she paid for lunch and she would like nice. I could go to take the girl to a movie and she would you know like pay Ooh. for all that. It. it was like <laughs> uh, yeah, it was the best. Um, Hillary's jackpot. I mean, yeah. and I just remember watching my so called life and ignoring her while she played like Mario Kart or something, and I was like, this is because she was. I mean this this child now has like a child so she's in her 30s now so it's not like she she wasn't that much younger than i was so she was like 11 anyway but um i inherited a lot of my sister's kids like they left and then they were like oh we need a babysitter so it would be you know i was 11 and they're like all right it's time for you to go um sure. you know you, you were a hand-me-down babysitter <laughs> I totally was and i babysit for these people the Lafitte's. they were actually they, it, they were fine to babysit for, but I just, I, I, they would stay out super late. That's also the weird thing. You know, they'd mm-hmm. stay out till like one or two in the morning and I was uh, 12 and it just yeah. seemed so weird. <laughs> and now I'm not saying this of Mr. Lafitte. He was fine, but I've had other uh, occasions because I was not a driving teenager yet the dads would always have to drive us home and I was never that far but it really is now so weird to think about because I just there's no reason for an adult man and a preteen girl or teen girl to be in a car alone together especially when the dad has probably been drinking right and it's it one just, in the morning yeah. or yeah. whatever yeah. and and I'm not saying there were any nefarious you know things going on but it
0: just seems now like the optics of it seems so mm-hmm. bad it felt uncomfortable to me at the time mm-hmm. yes. even when it was ha- like nothing really creepy happened I mean but other than like I knew that they were had been out at a restaurant. I knew that they had been drinking and then mm-hmm. I was like, eh, cool, they're going to drive me all the way home. I know. So, right. you know, babysitting for my next door neighbors was ideal because yes. then I could just walk yeah. across the driveway. And it's not like, it's not like
2: you could Talk no. to
3: them about anything. No. What's a 40 year old guy going <laughs> to talk to a 13 year old girl? And even like I tried to say, oh no, because there was one family where they lived at the top of the hill and we lived at the bottom of the hill. So it's like less than a block. Mm-hmm. And he always insisted on walking me home. And I was like, I can see the front door. Mm-hmm. Do we have to do this? Yeah. <laughs> it's but like, we did. Theater well, they would probably protection. feel really terrible if
0: something happened yeah. to you. Yeah. I think my parent, my stepdad would pick me up a lot of times and maybe just to avoid like potential creepiness. No, it is. It it was, it was super weird,
2: but I did it. And then even, even when, um, you know, I was, Every summer, I would go to Washington, D.C., because most of my family, like my extended family, lived up there. And I would stay with my cousins for a week each. And they were like my age. And I would go with them to babysit. And I remember being at this house. And I sort of, I'm not going to go into super details, but I remember being at this house and the kids were all asleep and were like, they had all of these. VHS is actually what they were were these like little tapes that you put into a VHS like I don't know what this mm. technology was mm-hmm. but it was like almost like cassettes, super eight. and then yeah but then you put it into a VHS uh, anyway I just remembered that and then we put it in and to be fair we were like 13 and it did say xxx on it so <laughs> of course that was, that was the one that we but were like why you had to see what it <laughs> was yeah and it was the most traumatizing porn I have ever seen in my life and I have never been able to get it out of my head. And Ugh. that is all I remember about babysitting at that and I remembered that they were like kind of religious too. I'm like, why is this on yes. your shelf? Um that That's was why I know that was <laughs> kind of horrifying. But uh yeah, babysitting I it's funny that I had kids because I remember the um feeling of relief when i would leave a house like i'm done with that oh my god i'm done i thank god i'm done because i was not a great babysitter i did not know how to play with kids i barely know how to change a diaper and i just it it, like stressed me out the whole time kind of like we were talking like i felt like i was in the weeds the whole time until they were asleep which me too i don't think
0: i was very good at it i don't know why anybody hired me more than once
2: i think it's more that they knew maybe and I don't know if this happens more with girls than with boys, but it's like they knew that you feared disappointing people, even if you weren't necessarily like the best at it. It's not Maybe, like I was yeah. joining the Babysitter's mm-hmm. Club, but I never wanted to get in trouble for things. So besides eating right. food, I never wanted to get in trouble. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> like you were, you were conscientious about yes. it. You just,
2: you weren't good at yes. it and you
3: didn't enjoy it. Now, Hillary, you, you bring something up that leads very nicely into the last point that I wanted to make was the idea of getting in trouble. Yes. With the people that you babysit Mm -hmm, for because I had that happen a couple of times and I felt so powerless and like it was so unfair of it. Like I remember I had one mom call me up like, I don't know, 730 on a whatever night and said, where are you? You're supposed to be here. And I said, mm-hmm. I- "I'm sorry. What?" And, and they they were still there because they were having a party. They just wanted someone to watch the kids. And I said, "You you never booked me." Mm-hmm. And she said, "Yes, I did." And come on, guys, this I mean, is me. Do you oh, think no, even at 14 no. that I would have gotten that wrong? No. So I was like, oh, "Okay, I guess I'll I'll be <sighs> there in five minutes." And you know, so then I have to deal with the disapproval for something that they didn't do. But I had one other that really has stuck with me as being so unfair. And it was the house with the hyperactive little boys where they called and said, can you clean up the kitchen? Because we're bringing a couple home. (laughs) Um, So they had two and uh, the older one was Matt's age and they just lived two houses down from us. And so Matt was over and he and Alex were just playing they were like I don't know five and I was again feeding the baby in the high chair and the boys were just jumping on the bed you know just having a good time jumping on the bed jumping on the bed um hours later the mom called me and started yelling at me on the phone because she would found blood on the quilt and she asked Alex what happened. And he said, oh, I've, you know, fell off the bed and bumped my mouth and it bled. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea that this had happened. There was no crying, no anything. Nobody told you anything. And so, No, she just lit into me Ugh. for letting Ugh. them get hurt. And I was like, what do you expect me to do? I'm feeding your infant. And kids jump on the bed. Yeah. But, you know, I had to apologize yeah. and say that I would be more responsible. <sighs> and it's something that just stuck in my craw so much because it was just not fair. No, kids get hurt. Did yes. You, it did just you happens. ever babysit for them again? I did. You know, because I didn't feel like I could say no yeah. when they asked. That's the bad part. Again, it's having that that lack of power. As mm, yep. an adult, asks you to do something, and you yep. cheerfully and willingly say, "Oh,
0: of course, happy to do it." Yep, yep, yeah. Babysitting made me intensely uncomfortable, and I hated it, and was stressed out every minute of it. But mm-hmm. I was always <laughs> like, Still "Sure, yeah. yep,
3: <laughs> yep, <laughs> happily." I mean, it was a way to earn money. Yeah. that you didn't have any other way, but. I would have mowed lawns for a hundred mm-hmm. years know, right? to avoid babysitting.
2: So the crazy thing is, is how the thing that has changed so much, for the most part, is I one I, I, I our across the way neighbor who doesn't live there anymore. She used to watch Bridget some, but she was home with her mom, so it was like kind of like her mom was watching mm-hmm. and her mom was there. I can't imagine hiring a fourteen year old girl to or person babysit my kids mostly because I'm like not because I don't trust them necessarily but I'm like would they even want to do that you know that just it seems so like kids don't really want to do that as much and everybody charges like $15 an hour uh, (laughs) now and I'm like I'd rather I'd rather pay like an adult person to do that Mm -hmm. as opposed to a 14 year old person to do
1: that so it just is it's changed that it's just changed a lot that was my point too is do you think that that's the reason, like, we were so mistreated as babysitters that now we are like, we don't want to be that, right? But yeah. at the same time, if I'm going to pay $15 an hour, I want almost an adult, right? Yes. Yeah, and And I've mm-hmm. seen people... <laughs> on these like mom sites that are like I want a babysitter they should um also know Spanish they should know two languages <laughs> no please <laughs> um, graduate students only um no. <laughs> full for uh, first aid you know like this whole thing um yeah No, so i was wondering- first
0: aid certified maybe that's why they hired me yeah
1: <laughs> i did go to a babysitting
2: like clinic missy and i did where you like we went to the church basement or something and we had to like learn first aid and CPR mm-hmm. like I don't remember any of it but it was like I could you know
0: advertise it as like I'm a fully certified babysitter yeah I I'm would like have 13. felt a lot more comfortable if I had some sort of formal training yeah. in anything else yes. like right. sure yes. I can keep your kid from maybe choking maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know maybe like, I but I didn't know how to do anything else
1: I think this is why that I loved babysitters club so much is because they had so much agency over themselves like yes they said it they had like the whole you called in and scheduled it mm-hmm. and it wasn't last-minute, drunky mom saying, why aren't you here? You know? (laughs) It just was... Uh, I
3: I think... I think the maybe the reason that, you know, you don't want a 12-year-old looking after your kids anymore is because we know that they have no idea what they're doing because we were those kids. Yep. Yep.
1: Exactly. Why why would
3: we want that now? Exactly. Well,
1: and there's so much mom guilt. Like... I, baby, I came home at nine years old and watched my sister, who was five, until my parents got home every day. But that could not happen these days. Like, even 10 to 12-year-olds have someone, like, they go to after-school care or they have a babysitter.
3: Mm-hmm. I think probably when I was 10, my mother started letting me stay home by myself for a little bit. Yeah. And then probably at 11, she would start letting me watch my brothers for a short period of time. And then when I was 12, well, <laughs> was come
1: on. Yeah. the <laughs> gates have opened. <laughs>
2: oh God. Um, Christy, do you have any fun? Um, yeah. I fun. Have two, quote unquote. Uh, two, stories?
1: two quick stories. Um, for some reason, I was the official babysitter for my mom's, employees she was an apartment manager and so she had these people and they probably didn't get paid much but she was always like loaning me out to these people and one was a mormon family and they had six kids that ranged in age from six months to eight i believe and i was 12 at the Oof. time Oh, oh no. God. and they paid me one dollar an hour what for the, all of this and i was <laughs> you know there's a baby oh Christy <laughs> and the God. oldest daughter thought because they would often leave all these kids alone with her to watch. So she would always undermine me and try to like sabotage the whole situation. Oh, she's boss. Yeah. yeah. And it was just real. And always when I came over there, the dad would be in his Mormon underwear and like, <laughs> Oh, I'm just getting dressed. And I'm like, where are you though? Because like, it feels like you're trying to be gross. Um, But they, they, I think they had a plot because it was always the person who didn't come home that had the checkbook to pay me. And it oh, so they uh, never paid and then it got to the point where I'm like, "No, I'm not babysitting the priest, that's what their name was, the priest. Um, I'm not babysitting them anymore. They they're gone for hours. I have to cook all these meals for all six of these kids. They're terrible and they never pay me. And so my mom would actually pay me to watch these. Oh wow. Jesus. <laughs> And then Ugh. the second story uh, it was my mom's assistant and she was a single mom and she had she had a cute little daughter that I would watch after school sometimes and um she would come to my house because um we had cable and it was just more fun and <laughs> she asked she would get these she got these chips of hoy cookies she's like can I bring these and I'm like okay and her mom had a note like she can have two cookies after school every day (laughs) so she brings this box of cookies and um, eats her two and leaves them in the kitchen and we're off doing our thing we come back and my dad had eaten all of the cookies (laughs) oh (laughs) He was like, oh, we don't ever have cookies. And he just sat down with a big glass of milk and ate all the whole box. It was like brand new. Ate the whole box. And the little girl comes and the box was empty and her oh. eyes just like so big it started like that's like a limp. Grinch quivering. the <laughs> yeah. like, like, crumbs oh, are right. falling out of Rick's mouth <laughs> and I was like what did you do like that's supposed to last like a month for them like that was like a big treat he replaced them but oh, good should <laughs> just thought about oh god yeah it was wonderful. stressful uh to wrap it up really quickly um
2: Anne a- 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 did you finish some of us watched um Adventures in Babysitting. <laughs> what an 80s I, movie. Oh,
4: wow.
3: I mean, I, in the end, I I wouldn't say I watched it so much as I had it yes. on yeah. while I was putting up decorations. But really, that's
2: all you that's, need. It's it, I, I Bridget, like, Bridget watched it with me. Um, she liked it because they cussed obviously, mm-hmm. and she kind of... <laughs> there were two fucks in uh, there. How did they avoid an R rating? I know. Don't fuck with the babysitter. Mm-hmm. I know. I was like, well, how is this... And it's a Touchstone movie, which is like the quote-unquote like adult version of Disney, but mm-hmm. I'm like, this is... But I saw it in the theater, like as Bridget's age, I think, um, and I still think that What's-His-Face from, um, from The uh, Father of the Bride is still cute oh yes oh my god
3: so,
4: how
2: okay scandal. i
3: looked yes. up his imdb <laughs> he has 132 IMDb credits so you know he's working yes. and he does tons of voiceover yes. he does the voice of superman and in, in voiceover stuff for years but i don't understand why he did not break huge because he is so and he cute. still
1: is yeah i know he's like 55 yeah. and he's super And he doesn't look fake um
2: Old, young like he's yeah. not like doing a bunch of he's kind of aged into himself yes. a little bit um, also um, yeah Chicago I was well because Bridget and Marie and I watched Home Alone on Thanksgiving and so I was like yeah this is the same director and they think it's funny that his name is Chris Columbus yeah um, <laughs> it is. and I was yeah. like <laughs> Yeah, Chicago was just the basis of, like, every movie while I was growing up. Yeah. Like, I just thought that's where, mm-hmm. the like, the world works. All the worked. cool stuff happened. Uh, the only thing that I was like, oh, man, I really wish that my babysitters would do this is how stressed out. Okay, it's just, okay, so at the end, spoiler alert, they make it home. But, like, at the end, they're all home and in bed and whatever. And I'm like, why are you spending so much time cleaning the kitchen? Like, <laughs> it's stressing me out. Yeah. But I really <laughs> wish that the babysitters that I had would... Be so meticulous yes. <laughs> to spray down the counter and wipe yeah, out. I was All like, right? yes, yes. Um, but yeah, it is very 80s racist, mm. weird jokes about rape mm. and mm. homophobic. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Interesting,
3: too. They were clearly trying to capture a sort of a Ferris
5: Bueller yes. vibe.
3: Yes. There were a lot of common mm-hmm. elements with that. Yeah. And I. <laughs> I commented this last night. Elizabeth Shue is 24, <laughs> playing 17, looks 35. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: But Absolutely. she looks I mean... so cool. I had a babysitter that looked like her. And it, she was just so cool with the big, like, feathered, curly hair. And, <laughs> I know, it was such an like, 80s hair. Her outfit,
3: I'm like... <laughs> But she's got like that long camel-colored overcoat, yeah, so the which long they, she's like, "It was my grandpa's." But I don't understand. And then Josh Lyman, yes, Bradley Whitford, and- playing her um, scuzzback boyfriend. He was twenty-eight years old, uh, playing a so high he school senior. Look twenty-eight
2: years old. You're like, why are you look twenty-eight?
0: <laughs> Um, what was with the 80s? He plays know. a creep so well. He does.
1: Well, I have a question about. The, did you guys get to the part where they're on the train and there's the two gangs that are <laughs> going to <laughs> <in> color <laughs> color coordinated outfits? Was that a thing? Like in the because so no! many movies show these gangs that are they're all dressed the same. They seem like they're going to have a dance fight like West Side Story, but like also say. they have a one knife for the whole gang like. <laughs> Is that really the happened? one gang had red leather vests. Cool. I mean, either they
3: were going to play the sharks or.
2: It looks like the bad video, right? Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, it's super racist, too. It's like that. And you pointed out, it's like the city equals black people. Yep. It's, either equals like, it's either you are very fancy in the city or you're black. There is no in between.
3: And I was like, Oh look, here's a black person. They're in a car with a black person. <laughs> oh, because he's carjacking. Yeah, it. Of course, yes. of course. Yeah, of course, no, no, black, of okay. course. He actually turned out to be really he nice. Did. But and then the other significant uh scene with black people was where the, when they went to the blues club <laughs> oh, and they had to sing <laughs> the blues. Christ.
2: Yeah, these are the only <laughs> dimensions in which black people live. No, it was it's uh yeah. It, it, it was crazy. Although um the only other babysitting movie that I truly do love and would like to watch again, maybe I will this weekend, also stars one of the stars of Adventures in Babysitting, Keith, whatever his last name is, the yes, main Keegan. Su- Keegan? Keegan. Coo- 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 yeah, something. Something. Yeah. he was also in don't tell mom the babysitter's yes. which is a mm-hmm. uh, uh, great i say like i'm right on top of that rose like a fair amount um, <laughs> it's such a good movie and i, feel I like liked I, that one a lot if you watch it like the styles like kind of and josh charles is in it and i love josh charles so <laughs> it's also a
1: good one and christine so,
3: here's a thing that really threw me speaking of the brad was the character. I thought that those boys were supposed to be like 12. And I know. Which just shows you how <laughs> weird our our brains get that they have like 24 year olds playing yeah. 17 yeah. year olds. So then 15 year olds look 12. But I was like, wait, they're 15? Why isn't he babysitting mm-hmm. his sister?
0: Yeah. Maybe yeah. it's because he's a boy. Hmm.
2: Well, that uh-huh. also, I'm this, sorry. We're like diverging a little bit. I, the other day, I was watching, I don't know why Stepmom was on. And I was like, mm, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll watch it for a second. And it is enraging that this woman who is not even married to the husband is expected to take care of the, like, stepchildren. I'm like, why? Why isn't the dad doing it? Why is this woman who is... If Dave and I got divorced and he was dating a woman, I wouldn't be like, yeah, I want her to, like, take care of my kids. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know who you are. Why are you taking care of my... Well, it's not your responsibility. It's not even about a trust thing. It's like, you have nothing to do with these kids. It's very Mm -hmm. weird. Mm -hmm. Oh,
1: do you know that... I think I've said before that Elliot's mom... Uh, told the doctor that I was her stepmom and I wasn't even dating Jeremy at the time. <laughs> like, we were just like kind of hanging out.
2: Uh, yeah. but I, quick think step-mom, I think stepmom yeah. was also directed by Chris Columbus? Columbus. I'm pretty sure. What the fuck? Yeah, it was. Okay, sorry. Um, he, it, he did a lot. He did. You they-
0: have to wonder how much that shaped our culture. I know. And not in a great way. Yeah. All of yeah, it, right? Ugh.
2: Anyway, obviously... And I want men to participate if they can. Tell us your adventures in babysitting. Maybe as a babysit-e. <laughs> yes. 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 That's good. Oh, yeah, because there are some stories about that. There was a woman. And I remember there was a woman that used to babysit us when our parents would go out of town. She was this old lady. This was before I only marginally like bananas now. And she would make us <laughs> eat frosted flakes with sliced up bananas in them. And it made me cry. I was like, I don't
4: want that. <laughs>
3: Oh, I hated her. No, no, old lady babysitters. (laughs) That's a whole other. (laughs) Because we had one once. So we were living in London and I was probably eight, which would be Carl was three. And my parents went away for a weekend. I don't know. What it was. They did go to, like, before we moved to Switzerland, they went for a weekend to go apartment hunting, so that may have been it. So, this old, like, crusty British lady stayed with us and she was so mean all the time and I remember one night I don't know why we was even up but I heard her on the phone in the kitchen talking to her grown daughter and she said well the girl's okay but the boy is just terrible
4: and I was
3: really offended on my brother's behalf because he was a good kid like what's so terrible about him oh god
0: yeah Old ladies do not give a fuck.
2: <laughs> nope,
0: nope. I understand that more every day. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, yes,
2: please tell us about your adventures in babysitting or being the babysitter. Any of those apply. All right, moving on to T, she recommends, and I have two recommendations since I've been home and you know there's a preponderance of stuff that's on television that's made for me or to read um the first one is actually something i read um and it's called shit actually by lindy west and as per um christy she is really funny to listen to as mm-hmm. opposed to read i mean i do like to listen to books but she is her her intonation of reading her own books is very funny. And I knew this book was for me when I started it. And she said, the fugitive is the only good movie. (laughs) And I was like, yes, this book is for me. And she rates every movie. She just, so basically she just goes through and is talking about movies and describing the plots in a very, very funny way. And her describing the fugitive was like making me cry, laugh. And I made Mm -hmm. Dave listen to like a lot of excerpts, but um, she rates every movie on a stack. Like, out of 10 DVDs of The Fugitive. (laughs) The the, the Fugitive got 13 out of 10 DVDs of The Fugitive. (laughs) Um, And she does go through Love Actually, which is hysterical and very, very true. Um, I just really enjoyed it. Some of the movies I didn't care about as much, like... Whatever, I, I just don't really care that much about Shawshank Redemption. It's not my thing. I know it's like every man's thing, and mm-hmm. so I know it's it is not my thing. I don't care that much about it. But I've said over know. and
3: over and over, I don't understand why men Cry, love weep. so desperately. This movie that involves a man getting
2: raped in prison
0: and swimming through poop, whatever. um Is it better than The Matrix? As far as that, like obsession goes because it's a different like the the
2: problem with the matrix i think now is that it has been curdled so much like not by the not by the movie because the movie was so innovative and kind of cool i mean it was actually that was the first movie i ever saw on dvd it was very cool and now it's been turned into this like psychotic thing and it's so funny because the uh wachowski's you know they're they're women now, Mm -hmm. you know, and they're, they have rejected all of this, you know, they're just like, no, it's it's all crap. But I don't know. Yeah. I think it's Shawshank has definitely built on this, this mythology and, and it's Mm -hmm. gone almost constantly. But anyway, I do recommend it. I thought it was very funny. Her, the highlights for me were obviously talking about the fugitive, talking about love actually. And then she talks about American pie and it's Mm -hmm. very, very funny. Um, my other recommendation, because I am a basic bitch, is I, of course, <laughs> watch the <laughs> Taylor Swift, the new documentary, <laughs> uh, Folklore, uh, colon, the Long Pond Studio Sessions. <laughs> um, it was very enjoyable. It's basically a concert video because, I mean, it's very self-important, them talking. At first they talk about the song and then they play the song. The good thing about this is that um, because the – the folklore, of the album is it's very piano based. It's not, you know, there's not a lot of other production that goes into it. Um, it was, it's easy. It does not sound that different. And while like somebody said this, she is a good singer, not a great singer. So it, it actually translates well. And you can tell that she's been working on her voice because she sounds pretty good in it. Um, Jack Antonoff is a total dork when you watch it. I'm like embarrassed by his dorkiness, but I do think he's, very talented he's a very talented producer Um, and I just I enjoyed it I like the song a lot it's it was released the album itself was released in July which seemed very weird because it seems like a very fall winter album Um, but listening to it then um, was I thought it was really good anyway I enjoyed it and it's on Disney Plus most people yeah thought it was good Uh, the only thing that's annoying that it's on Disney Plus and there's this song called Mad Woman I mean she actually cusses a fair amount in the album but there's a mostly she says like shit and they'll let it's so weird. They'll let her say shit, but there's a part in mad woman where she says, fuck you forever. And they bleep it. And I'm like, it's so random that, you know, this is a streaming service that we're paying for. I'm mean, going get it. It's Disney, but it just seems kind of bizarre. Anyway, mm. Hi. This is the long arm of Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh yes exactly um and then uh, it's just a lot of me this is a shameless shameless amazon plug of the week um dave and i are obsessed <laughs> with this hot sauce that is if you buy it at heb or your, is made in texas so i don't know how available it is at other grocery stores um it's so it's called yellow bird sauce and if you like hot sauce especially hot like spicy hot sauce like Rory would cry but Bridget enjoys it but it is pretty spicy um the the best bet is to get it on Amazon can you can get like a four pack and it's not as crazy expensive because we go through a lot of it anyway the yellow bird habanero sauce I like all of them but I prefer the habanero one the best so
0: we have this I think it, it made it up here somehow yeah. because we have this in a couple different flavors oh, it's so good I love it so much and I'll I'll get the cheapo like I'll get
2: Valentina which I really like when it's like 90 cents for a uh, 32 ounces like it's and it's really good but especially if we run out of yellow bird and then I'll have the yellow bird and I'm like but <laughs>
1: you know how i i just noticed this because i'm looking at it but you know how like all the products went through it like food products went through where they labeled everything non-gmo and then they yes. labeled everything mm-hmm. yeah. um, free gluten-free and now it's plant-based like what else would yeah. hot sauce be based in
3: <laughs> I, I don't your, your pepper spice is plant-based like, wow i mm, saw weird
1: i saw it at the grocery store like in the in the vegetable, like in the produce department, and it said um, plant based. I'm like, what else? <laughs> Margarine
0: is technically plant based. Right. For Christ's
1: sake! I mean, they call it
0: plant butter now. Oh, it's God, just gotten a, God, no. a brand. God. Yeah,
2: it's like,
3: or you you go through the meat section and it's like gluten free. Oh, really? I know. That's or like non-GMO
0: could... water because water doesn't have genes. Thank you. <laughs> That's
2: like when the when the Oscar Mayer the 22 you know pack ounce pack of oscar meyer oven roasted turkey says like gluten-free i'm like oh good that's what i was looking, <laughs> looking for <laughs>
0: oh god <sighs> food labels that's another thing oh no we could have a whole thing mm-hmm. give me a break. yeah
3: that, that's a lady scientist show yeah. for sure yeah. uh let's go and do a little housekeeping <laughs> housekeeping Uh, If you would like to get your Christmas shopping started, I know that you haven't, you could start with buying an It's Fine tote bag or mug, because we're all saying it's fine fine. (laughs) and have been for the last nine months. Yep. Yep. You could check out our merch at thisshowhaseverything.com and click the shop button. We've got a lot of stuff on there that you can buy to show your love for us. Uh, Please rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Uh, As we say, give us five stars and then say whatever you want. Um, But please don't cuss. Just this one place. Don't cuss. But Other than that, let it fly. Uh, And, uh, add our Amazon link to your phone home screen so that you have a handy way to support us in your Amazon shopping we know that you all shop on Amazon because honest to god where else Mm -hmm. would you get this stuff these Mm -hmm. days and to reiterate we've said before we don't have a generic link Amazon uh, won't let us do that anymore because that's how we got kicked out of the program (laughs) last time (laughs) So we have to pick a specific item every week. That's why we do the Shameless Amazon plug. And we can include that link to a specific item. So you click through onto that, and then you go and search whatever you really want to shop for. And as long as you do it that way, we'll get a few pennies into our... Our, our purse so we
2: can go to the dime candy store, not the penny candy store, and see how many Tootsie Rolls we can buy. I imagine us like Bobby Soxers, like, you know, we're like skipping with our little handbags on our... Basically. <laughs> and we count pennies out. One, two, three. Oh, all right. Fine. Get involved, please. The website is thisshowhaseverything.com. Use, like Mackenzie, use throwyourphone.com. You can say. You know you can be upset with us, but but also you can love us too. We can take yeah, it. We can take it. I mean, Missy lambasted me on the mean? Facebook group. So you know, join that Facebook group to see how rude she was to me, <laughs> and all the other stuff. It's lovely, and it's you know, since we're all kind of home, and especially through the holidays, I'm gonna need some of that Facebook love. Um, the show Twitter is at Tishie Show. Email us at Tishie at ten seven ten dot com. Send us a voice memo. You know I love them. Um, fax Bobby your butt at six one seven three five four eight five one three. And with that, I I think we could actually talk about babysitting for a long long time because it was really drumming up like more stories and horror stories and all <laughs> of that shit. But um, yeah, the trauma was <laughs> yeah, to the surface. Uh, <laughs> uh, why did they trust us? Why did I do it? But anyway, thanks for joining us, y'all. And that was everything. Bye. <laughs> their cousins are here <laughs> oh that's so rude
0: can you nurse this it's baby it's so rude <laughs> <laughs> are you a wet nurse thanks so much yeah. bye <laughs> I'll give you an extra like, 10 cents an hour okay. I know
2: yes
5: did you think i'd say to that does a scorpion sting when fighting back they strike to kill and you know i will you know i will what are you saying on your drive home do you see my face in the neighbor's lawn does she smile does she mouth fuck you forever? Every time you call me crazy, I get more crazy, what about that? Come out and you find something To wrap your noose around And there's nothing like a man Woman Now I breathe flames each time I talk all firing at your yacht, they say